Welcome back to another episode of Baxter's Buzz. I am your host, Baxter E. Hall. Welcome to my brain. Welcome to my frequency. Enter at your own risk. Today, I have a special guest with me. Um, he is, uh, first and foremost, a family man, a fiance, and a father of three. He's the owner of Warrior Financial Services. It's an independent financial uh, professional and uh, just an all-around great guy, Kamal Inade. Yes, Hello, sir. Kamal. You said it How right. How you doing? Did I nail it? I'm excellent. Yeah, you nailed it, brother. Good, 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 good. All right. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're, one, you're like batting a thousand already, bro. This, this is great. <laughs> well, you know, I've done it a few times. I'm getting, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Um, <laughs> So, so we connected, it's probably, it's been over a year now. And then, you know, kind of became really fast friends, just with some similarities, um, even similarities that we didn't realize until, until later. But um, today I want to talk about just a number of things, but, but first of all, warrior financial services, like I'm, I'm really curious to know the, the meaning behind the name. I love that. Actually, I, I've, I've been getting that question uh, a lot. And um, I, I like to say that it's, you know, a lot deeper than what it is, but just really generally my, my first name Kamal means quiet warrior. And so that's really the, the impetus behind naming the company, you know, I always want to stay connected with, uh, with roots. Um, but on a broader sense, um, warrior financial services is about protecting our clients, you know, protecting my clients and making sure that I go to battle for them in any way that I can for their financial futures. And, and so I, I like the, the idea that, that, um, my name is a part of the company. Sure. Really extends to the nature of what we do or what I do in the company. And so I'm extremely proud of that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I realized that I had never asked you and I was like, well, we might as well wait until we record yeah. so I can figure that out. But, um, so yeah, what kind of services do you offer, uh, specifically and yeah, like, where's your sort of, what is your expertise lie? So I, I do a number of things as it relates to, uh, financial game planning for, uh, business owners, for individuals, um, for professionals, whatever their focus is. Um, I also am connected with a larger office uh, in Troy. It's called Preferred Financial Partners. So if there's some things that I'm not able to do, we have someone in our office that can, that can handle it. Um, but a lot of your uh, basic financial needs, uh, uh, making sure that the family's protected with life insurance, uh, helping a family put together a budget and a financial game plan, and one of my biggest passions, um, well, one of them is um, helping families mitigate these increases in taxation that's that's approaching. And people really aren't paying attention to it, but because of what's happening, um, because of what's happening in the, in the economy, um, there are going to be some uh, really aggressive and mostly negative uh, changes to the tax code, and that will drastically impact, um, you know, people's people's ability to save and uh, have money in retirement. And so, you know, I'm really kind of, you know, <laughs> um, blowing the bullhorn in, in terms of, you know, getting the word out as much as I can so yeah. that people don't wait until too late um, to have to deal with it. So that's yeah. that's one of my biggest passions. Yeah, education is, is so important when it comes to this stuff is forever changing. It's already a foreign language 
to most it's and it's changing like crazy and you know we need folks like you to kind of yeah try to keep it straight you the, the the bigger thing is unfortunately uh we just don't like talking about money <laughs> people just don't like talking about money and so you know one of the things that i i, I always talk about when i when i'm interviewing a, a, a prospective client is you know we we're going to have to get into the weeds and we're going to have to address some really um taboo conversations um you always talk about two two or three things that most people don't like to talk about one is politics and the other is money yeah. um and and we're not going to talk about politics but we're, we're going to talk about money and i don't yeah. ask questions to be nosy <laughs> I, I ask because you know it, just like if you go into a doctor's office they need to have an evaluate a complete thorough evaluation before they can to assess, assess you so that they can uh, be able to recommend some type of uh you know practice to heal you and so Absolutely. um you know we need to we need to evaluate everything about your life how much are you spending you know what's your budget how much have you saved what's how you know every anything that you can think of um that helps to kind of answer the question as to you know where you want to be uh, yeah. financially in the future so yeah it, it, yeah it's necessary if, if you can't be transparent with me right and i'm talking from your perspective you can't be transparent with me then i I can't, I can't help you as much as I, you know, if you're, you know, if you, if you have back pain and you're not telling me about it, if there's something else going on and you're not, how can I properly help, you know, make you the healthiest, you know, keep you healthy. Right. It's, it's, exactly. it's the same, same principle. Um, you, you have back pain and, and you're, um, you know, you're jumping from your top step every day. And you don't tell me you're jumping from your top step every day. Um, and you're like, I don't, I don't know why I have back pain. But the biggest reason why you have back pain is because you're jumping, jumping from your top step. Yeah, that's kind of critical information that you know that that needs to be known. But yeah, absolutely. Know, so I can make a blanket recommendation, but it won't serve serve you well because I don't have the information that I need to make a, a, a intelligent decision or assessment. So yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, when when I um, met your fiance a couple of years ago uh, uh, now. Uh, she told me that she had one child. I think that was in the Ferndale, Ferndale schools, right? I, that's my that was that's my son. Uh, I know. Yeah. I well, that's what I'm getting to. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Sorry. Go ahead. I mean, come on, man. Like, let me do my thing. Uh, <laughs> no. I mean, I mean, that's our son. Yes, we yes we have one child yeah. in Ferndale. Yeah. So, um, and I said, wow, like, small world, right? Because. Obviously, that's where I grew up. Um, you know, my scholarship, and then also my our newest nonprofit. It, you know, is really focused on on the kids at the at the Ferndale High School. And so, when we uh, connected initially, I found out that you know you weren't you just didn't have a child, and you were you know you were involved uh, at a couple of different levels. Like, just uh, we don't get. I don't want to get into specifics um, as far as like. The, at this moment, I just want to talk about your uh, passion for like the community, kind of what your like your background and what led you to to be such a giver and of your time and you know resources and everything like that. Because you're not just doing it for your your own children. You're you know you're just really um, you know you're you're, you're a pillar in the in the community. Right? So I, <laughs> I received I that. that. Yeah. I appreciate so where, that. Where did that come from? Well, you know, 
I, I am African centered and part of that principle is always, you know, making sure that you you reach back into your community and help your community to do better. In fact, there's a there's a Kwanzaa principle, uh, Kawumba, which is creativity. And the principle basically says to uh, to make your situation better than you inherited it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, to leave leave your situation, whatever circumstance, if you enter a room, if you enter a community, it's to leave that space better than you got it. Yeah. And so uh, that's important for me. Um, and, you know, I I, uh, I grew up my, as a, you know, single uh, uh, only child of a single mother. You know, she worked extremely hard. Um, you know, we didn't have all the privileges. We weren't like dirt poor. You know, we we had our stints of, of poverty. But, um, you know, I just I just knew that I always wanted better for myself. But um, but at, by the same token, I didn't want it to create an environment where I did well and didn't help someone else to do well uh, as well. And so, um, you know, my background is as a teacher. You know, I taught for about 10 years. And um, then some, you know, I know we, we don't have a lot of time, so I'll go into full detail. Um, but um, needless to say, careers changed. <laughs> and, um, and being in the financial services environment, you know, our business is about meeting people and making connections. And so um, I think one of the most effective ways to, to, to give back is, is by taking action and doing it. And so in Ferndale, I am the, uh, my son goes to uh, uh, university high school in Ferndale mm -hmm. and I'm the, the, uh, the parent, the PTO president. Um, and so because of the pandemic, we haven't been able to do much of anything. Yeah. And so the only thing that we really were focused on doing was making sure that our parents knew that there were resources available for them, um, you know, for us, for them to reach out uh, for them, if they needed food, if they needed assistance with even domestic assault, um, we offer resources um, in that manner as well. Um, but just making connections in any way possible. And then, you know, the opportunity uh, came for me to uh, join Threads for Success, uh, which is a, a nonprofit that focuses on helping young men, graduating young men, um, become more prepared for life after high school. So, you know, providing them with job readiness skills, employability skills, um, helping, helping them to make a great first impression. And, um, and then also not only just talking to them about um, making a great first impression, but actually helping them by providing them with uh, top tier quality suits um, from a, um, from a, high designer. Uh, Tom James is a is a clothier that's uh, well known for ha having high quality suits. Yeah. And so we outfit them uh, with uh, top to bottom shirts, uh, shirts and suits with, uh, you know, with the tailored suit so yeah. that they are prepared to go into the into the workforce uh, if they don't go to college. And even if they are going to college, now they have a, a tailored suit for an interview and um, for whatever they need. And so I, I didn't have that when I was when I was a kid. And I wished I did. And so what better way to to give back than to provide something that that I lacked. And so sure. um, uh, that excites me most. And I don't know how much time we have, but I like. No, to no, talk no. Don't about worry that. about time. Don't worry about time. You're, you're, OK. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we we have a an event once a year that we're hosting. And this year we partnered with Detroit Pal. And so we're hosting that event at Detroit Pal, the corner ballpark in Detroit. And um, we're honoring a, a group of young men. They graduated. Um, Detroit Pal has their their section or their segment that they're they're doing, yeah. but Threads also has a has a segment that we're doing, 
and both groups are honoring these young men who have uh, matriculated through school, graduated. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be with honors, but they've yeah. actually completed completed school. Sure. Um, they've, they've made that accomplishment and, and we're bringing some honor to them and helping them become more ready, um, you know, for the for life after high school. And so um, we're doing that June 30th. And, and that's something I'm extremely proud of because uh, because, you know, this is the first time that I've been able to participate in sure. that activity. And so um, I'm ex extremely excited about it. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, yeah. I want to go back really quick and talk about University High in Ferndale. Um, talk about the sort of, you know, Ferndale High and then sort of the what University High sort of um, is providing for the for the for those students um, inside the same uh, school district. It's a little little different than, than Ferndale High um, in that, uh, you know, I, I don't have much experience with Ferndale High, Ferndale High, but from my understanding, the, what separates those two schools is the, is the focus on college. Um, so it's a, it's a preparatory school. So, that, you know, the focus is helping them become ready for, um, you know, give them skills that they can have even some courses that, that uh, they would be closer to, you know, having um, college credit um, by the time they finish high school. Um, one of the biggest impediments for a lot of college students is affordability, especially, you know, uh, students coming from uh, urban areas. And so, um, you know, if they're able to have some of these credits covered by the time they start college, um, it helps significantly with uh, reducing their overall, overall I'm still paying 20 years later, I'm still paying student loans. Yeah. And so if we can help uh, students avoid some of those costs, then um, then obviously that's the goal. And so, um, so you, uh, university high school is, is really geared towards providing students the opportunity to, um, to get skills that will get, uh, help them be more prepared sure. um, for, for college sure. than if they went to just a regular high school. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's, it's needed. And, you know, absolutely, you know, um, I think the the Ferndale High is, is doing some great things. Principal Isaac is there. She's new to the district. Yeah. Um, and my, actually, I, my, a friend of mine, uh, we went to Western together, uh, Lisa Lisa Williams, mm -hmm. used to be the principal there. Yeah, yeah, I know um, Lisa as well. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so I, I know Ferndale has a great reputation, especially uh, if Lisa was there. I, I know that they, you know, they were doing some great work. And um, so sure. I, I, I hear positive things. And in fact, one of our parents on the board is, is an administrator for Ferndale High. Um, so okay. so I, I always hear some great things. Um, yeah, yeah, no, and, and you know, it, we're doing, I try to do a small piece of that um, with Catalyst for Change, my nonprofit, uh, just trying to help. And again, we're looking at post high school. Yeah. That may not be college for everyone. It may be a trade, Absolutely. whatever it is, right? We just wanna make sure that we put these children in the best position to succeed, right? And so just salute to you. And uh, yeah, I, I can't wait for us to be able to, to work together on some some of these projects. Um, as soon as we can come off the front porch, man, and I'm ready, I'm ready to get it, you know, with yeah. this COVID thing, we can get off the front porch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna figure it out, we're gonna figure it out. Now, um, the, the other thing that, that I wanted to, to talk to you about is um, you have a love for music. 
Um, yeah, oh, yeah, I that that missed that in in, in, in the introduction. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a musician. I'm yeah, semi professional. I consider myself semi professional. You know, I, I, what I say is, if you're able to travel and get paid playing music, and they put you in a hotel and you know give you food and all that, then you know you're either semi professional, professional. No, no, no you're a professional. I, I I would only say I'm professional if this was my full time. If that was my full time job, sure, that's sure, all I was sure. doing. Sure. I, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I'm professional for this because for I don't the, I don't live off of it for the intents and purposes of this conversation. Right. Professional. <laughs> professional, yes sir. Now, yes sir. So, um, <laughs> so I'm I'm on Instagram. Um, my cousin, who uh, Damien, shout out to Damien. He's been out on the um, East Coast for a while. Um, uh, DC, uh, you know. Maryland, like yeah, he's it was, yeah, he was he was in the Philly area. I think it was Philly when I met him. Yeah, Philly. Yeah, he's 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 up. He's kind of went uh, to the East Coast and kind of stayed there and kind of you know mm -hmm. been been there with his kids and everything, uh, wife him. And so, so he posts this video, I think, and I may be misremembering it. Uh, I, I can't remember what he posted. He, he yeah. posted something, and it sounded amazing, and I was like. And then somehow you were, I don't know if you were tagged in it, but you liked it. And then you guys had uh, sort of this exchange. And I was like, come on, oh my cousin. Like this, like on the East Coast. <laughs> All the like, way on the East Coast, right. Yeah, right. And so again, another like this, you know, just these parallels. And so I'm like, come on, what's up? You know, like, how do you, and then you're like, yeah, man, I play, you know, I met him when I was playing this in the this show, this show. I'm like, in Philly. Wait, like, Wait, what? <laughs> Playing what? <laughs> so tell me about. Up, bro. <laughs> tell me about like the the band. Um, what like yeah yeah like tell me about about the band. What you your role in it and and all that. Well, it's not. It's you know, fortunately, it's not just one band. I mean, I'm I'm a freelance oh. musician. Hello. And so you know, I, I play with a with a number of different bands, and I curate. I, you know, I I. I Put bands together. In fact, you know, today and tomorrow, you know, I, I organize uh, performances, private performances. But you know, I got a phone call and they asked me to, to uh, book it. I put the band together, put the agenda together, and you know, we, we're going to do it. Yeah. But um, you know, so in 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 Damien's case, uh, or in the case where we met, I was performing with an artist named uh, Zoe, who's from Detroit. But he lives in Maryland now. If you're if you're if your audience isn't familiar with Zoe, and if you're not, you need to get familiar with him. I mean, he's an amazing musician. Um, they actually he just him and a, another artist from Detroit that they actually both live in Maryland. Um, they just came out with an album called uh, Abstractions, okay. and um, the album is phenomenal. Okay. And um, and so, but in that time, I'm pretty sure we were uh, promoting his uh, his. Uh, uh sky skybreak yeah i'm sure, pretty sure it was a skybreak album okay so this would have been 2016 2017 something like okay. that and we did we did a few shows uh we kind of had a mini tour i think we did dc philly and new york i believe something like that but um we normally do spot dates with, with zoe you know he'll 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 have us out and we'll do three or four shows at a time and then we come back home can you tell um, me what but, you do in this band? Like, are you going to just keep me waiting? I'm just, like, are, are I'll just you walk around and pour pour water and, you know, wipe, <laughs> wipe people's foreheads with, Look, with a towel. I'm really all, good, man. I'm really good. All important things, okay? 
I'm really, really good. What, what do you do? Are you you playing? No, I'm playing bass. I, banjo? I play bass. I, okay. I, play, I play bass guitar, electric bass guitar. Okay. Uh, I don't I don't I don't play upright. I play electric bass guitar, and so um, primarily uh, soul, R and B, jazz. Um, you know. So also, um, just so you know, if you're in the Detroit area, every Sunday night, uh, I play with an artist named Sax Appeal. He's from Detroit, um, and we play at Baker's Baker's Keyboard Lounge. It's the oldest jazz club in the city. Some people say it in the world. Yeah, definitely in the city, um, and eight mile Livernois area, and we're there Sunday nights. Um, it's a fifteen dollar cover, great food, and you're gonna hear some great music. Yeah. So every every Sunday night starting at seven. Um, wow. Yeah, I've been playing bass for twenty two years, something like that. Okay. Started out playing you, in the are, band. Are you singing? I don't sing well enough to say I can sing. I don't know. But do you jump sing. on the mic? You jump on the mic, or you just? I get. Just I talk crap. <laughs> I talk crap on the mic. Like if, if for example, if if we're doing um, Erotic City, you know what I mean. Yeah. I can sing the. I can sing that part and the the bass part for Erotic City. Gotcha. That's about it. You know, I can't. But I can't sing and play at the same time for the most part. Gotcha. Erotic um, City is a Prince, Prince song. Yeah. Just for the yes, folks that may yes. not be be aware. Um, yes, sir. yes, sir. No, that's awesome. I was just like, yeah, it's like I, I learned something new about you every uh, every time every I time talk to talk. you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all good stuff. You know, I'm just super impressed with you just in general. Um, What's so funny is, uh, you know, Erica Monet, if you don't know her, she's uh, phenomenal. She has a, her own business it's called the Erica Monet Group. Um, but, you know, we we talked uh, quite a bit and she and she had the same discovery. I think I said something like, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm headed to rehearsal. And she's like, what? Right. And I said, oh yeah, I'm, I'm a, you know, I play bass. And she's like, come on, you should leave with that. Like you should, <laughs> you should be talking about that all the time. Yeah, and yeah. So I don't, you know, I'm getting better at just talking about the things that I do. You have so many things to talk about. Um, you know, what, what, what does one lead with? Um, but I think it's, <laughs> I think it makes you definitely more interesting. Um, especially uh, in, in the financial services where, I mean, you know, we joke around in insurance a lot um, uh, from, you know, that it's not fun or exciting, it's, you know, it's not sexy, right? Um, it's super important, right? But it's like, it, it, it it's not like, hey, I'm, a, you know, I'm an insurance broker, you know, I, you know, I take it. You know, <laughs> right. It's just, right. there's not a whole lot of, but if you were a jazz electric bass playing financial <laughs> guy or insurance guy, all of a sudden people may sit a little bit, you know, more upright in their chairs and go. Really? I could definitely use it as a hook. You, know, you better, I, and you, I, you need to lead with that. Yeah. I, I, you know, I've definitely invited clients and, and, and prospective clients uh, to performances and say, hey, you know, just come out and hang out, you know. And yeah. We yeah. can talk, talk a Kinda little bit. And... Conduct business in between sets. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we got to figure out a tagline for you. Uh, <laughs> the bass plan. I, 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 play, I play the electric bass, not the upright, but I'll keep your finances upright. <laughs> la, la. I love it. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, it I love a, it. I'm writing just, this down right now. <laughs> it's just one. It's just one idea. We could talk about it offline, but yeah. yeah. Do you, are you charging a, a, a discovery fee for this? Well, it's uh, it's documented. We're recording, so it's I, I already probably, on record. Uh, yeah, it's on record. 
Um, but you know what? You take that one. You take that one for free, and then we'll, oh man, we'll, I appreciate we'll, it. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if keep you, keep you your know. finances upright, like like the upright base. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like so, it. Um, uh, all jokes aside, um, I've just as we've gotten to know each other, and you know, sometimes I'll learn things about you. We'll we'll find ourselves on like these virtual events together. You know, like. Uh, Erica Monet's like networking on purpose or, you know, other, other things that I'm, you know, sometimes you can, you know, so people have a conversation has like a cadence. And then when you hear, when we're in a group, you hear other things that maybe you wouldn't have heard. And it's like, oh man, that's really cool. And so I just continue to be impressed by you, my, my man. Um, I truly appreciate our friendship and, and, um, you know, we're working on some things uh, together and just trying to figure out you know how we can just kind of be there for for one another. Um, I, I I want to end on this. I want to get your thoughts. I had posted something recently on on I don't know, maybe yeah Facebook about just why is it that everyone seems to want to do things on on their own? It's like um, it's like I need to walk away from you and find like this like this bus that's already moving or this train is already moving and like jump on this thing and it's it's like uh why can't we sit together figure out how to build our own thing together and um and it may not be moving as quickly right away but it'll get there if you just you know the the importance of like community you talked about it before earlier at the, at the beginning of this the the importance of like collaboration um first of all why do you think there's so many people that are like they want to be like these solo artists they want to like i, I have well, a, a artist i have a family member and uh, and i'll try to be as general as possible but we were talking about um putting together like helping them along in their business there was there was a few of us kind of having this conversation they said something along the lines of, I'm not trying to split my business X amount of ways, right? Mm. And I was like, you know, first of all, you watch too much Shark Tank. Right. Secondly, would you rather have 100% of nothing? Right. Or 100% of a little or 50% of, of, of a lot, right? And I, why do you think we have these, um, these mindsets where we just... Um, we just want to keep these things to ourselves and not be like truly collaborative. You got an opinion on that? I, I, I tend to think that um, the people who are really successful know how important collaboration is and know how important networking and, um, you know, and working together is. Um, and so I think it's a mindset that if you see it, then either you have to be comfortable calling it out like you have been that, um, listen, this isn't how success operates. Um, success takes teamwork. Um, you can't, you know, it's, it's extremely difficult to do it on your own. Yeah. So I, I can't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to venture into saying, um, you know, why people think that way, you know, for whatever reason, people think that way. It's just what it, it's just what it is. Um, what I know is uh, successful people collaborate. Um, successful, wealthy people 
have a mindset where they share resources and they usually share resources with people who they know will value the resources that they share. They won't share it with someone who doesn't, um, who doesn't appreciate it. And yeah. so a lot of times we'll hear people say, well, you know, wealthy people are always hogging information or they keep information secret. You know, a lot of times it's that we're not, we're not privy to it because we're not paying attention to it or we don't think it's valuable or we under uh, underplay it or, you know, we minimize the, yeah. the value of it. Yeah. And so I, 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 I think about just maturity, right. And just being exposed to different things. Um, you know, I had to get um, a, a headlight. Yeah. I had to get a headlight replaced. Right. Um, as I've gotten older, and more successful, right? I mean, it is what it is. Um, and just more like in tune to what's going on. Um, I just value my time so much more than I ever have, you know? And like, um, so it, first of all, I'm like, I'm like, I can't ride around with like one headlight. One headlight. Then, <laughs> and, and so, but then there's like a recall. So then they can't bring me in to fix that until they get the part for the recall mm -hmm. so now they call you know we'll call you when it's you know so long and short they finally call me back a couple weeks later and then they put me out another week i'm like okay mm -hmm. you know what we're gonna do both of these headlights while i'm here right you know what i mean because right. i don't have another three four weeks or a month and a half should it happen again, right? Relatively right. soon. And I, I think about how, you know, five years ago, definitely 10 years ago, I'd have been like, oh, there's one headlight up, replace that one headlight. Replace that one. Right. And, and it's not about, you know, headlights aren't terribly expensive. It's it's about the value of your time and the things that you can accomplish in that time, right? And you need, you know, sorry, it's the, uh, the wealthy people understand how valuable their time is and i think that goes along the lines of just uh being on a different frequency as it relates to like um education what what should be emphasized when i mean when i say about education i mean education of sort of whatever business that they're in not necessarily formal but just understanding how things work and Absolutely. um you know i think i have a long way to go but i definitely have come a long way for sure. And I, and I think that the, the, you know, the things that you're doing on the financial end, um, the, the, the education you're providing, the services that you're providing really helps people sort of take a look at, you know, this passive income, right? And, and absolutely. And, and just how um, important it all is. Ultimately, it comes back to us, our money making, money earning years and potential. And how do we want to spend that that time? Yeah, and 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 what type of legacy through through your life's work? You know, once you're not here, whenever that will be, what is it that what legacy are you looking to leave behind? When you're dust, when you're when you're a memory, what memory do you want people to have of you? As for me, I want institutions and um, a legacy. That's that last generations. We're still calling the names of, you know, some of these people that have that lived hundreds of years ago. Yeah. Why is that? Not because of, not only because of the things that they created, 
but it's also because of the legacy that they left, yeah. right? So yeah. foundations and institutions and um, things of that nature. And so we have the ability to do that as well. We have to intentionally work towards creating that. And, and that's what my work is about. That's what I find valuable personally, because, you know, I want, I want my children's name, I want my name to uh, speak sweetly in our children's mouths. You know what I mean? So T- talk about the, the um, community again. Uh, one of the, the days at Kwanzaa, what was the word? And can you just can you, let, let's let's kind of I want you to add that to the end of this and then let's let's wrap. So it's seven principles of Kwanzaa. Uh, the principle that I was talking about is called Kuumba, six day of Kwanzaa. Um, I, I can go through all seven. Um, first is uh, Umoja, unity. My favorite, Kuji Chagalia, uh, which is self-determination. Um, name yourself, define yourself, speaking for yourself instead of having others name and define and speak for you. That's a, that's my favorite principle. Uh, Ujama, that's the the uh, fourth principle, the third principle. Sorry, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Ujima, it's the third principle. Collective work and responsibility. Ujama, cooperative economics, working together, um, building businesses together, helping our businesses. Uh, stay afloat and, and to thrive and expand. Uh, Nia, uh, fifth principle, purpose, understanding why you're here, what your purpose in life is, what your goals are. Kumba, like I mentioned, creativity, and then faith. Everything is always encompassed with the with the belief and value of faith, whatever it is. You know, we can call it God, we can call it Yahweh, we can call it whatever you want, but uh, faith in the power height and and what you can see and believe and think. So, yeah. Um, yeah. so that's. Um, these are principles. I don't, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm, I wake up in the morning and say, how am I going to practice, you know, near today? I don't, yeah. I, I'm not, you know, I don't think about it every day, but uh, I don't think about connecting those principles in my life every day. I try to really live that intentionally so that, you know, it's, it's more of who I am as opposed to something that I'm thinking about doing. Um, and, and as, as with any human being, we fail <laughs> uh, For sure. a, a lot more. Um, then we realize, and if we're honest about it, we probably fail more than uh, more than we succeed. But um, but it's just a measure of you know how do I get better every day? Yeah. And for me, um, qualities like that, not just those qualities, but qualities like that, help us to, to help us to be better for ourselves, yeah. for our families, for our communities, and, for, and ultimately for the world. Yeah, I, I want to say that whether you're conscious of them or not, those principles, many of them, if not all of them. Um, our party, just your 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 makeup and your DNA. So I want to um, absolutely just you know you express them without maybe even you know not even being conscious of of, of the impact that you're making. So um, yeah. and you you know you've made a positive impact on me. So I appreciate you for that, my man. Um, I'm grateful you for even you saying that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, first, uh, so on behalf of. Uh, Kamal, I want to thank everyone for checking us out. Please continue to like, subscribe, share, and all that good stuff. Stop being stingy. Stop saying that you like what I'm doing, but you haven't pressed the like button. Okay. I need, I need <laughs> you those. Got me on, you got on me about that. <laughs> I was like, I, I mess I messaged you privately. It's like, oh, this is good stuff. Brother, like the post yeah. and share it. <laughs> don't, yeah. Like, don't, 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 yeah, don't like it probably. We need, we need the support. All for right. Sure. Um, yes, sir. I I, I want to end by just um, saying that whoever's you know watching this, listening to this from an audio standpoint, 
uh, you are all very capable, all very capable. And one of the keys is just, you know, embracing your own frequency. So until next time, uh, we'll talk to you guys again soon. Peace. Peace.